Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can help get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things. If you are taking up running for weight loss, it will take care of itself as we also will inspire you to keep your nutrition real. Head over to our website and take us up on our seven day keeping it real health challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Remember, The thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice. Now let's get into this week's show. Let me take this time to invite you to our Keeping It Real 7-Day Health Challenge. As I tell all my clients that I have the privilege of working with, you cannot outrun a bad diet. Mm -mm, Can't do it. Matching your nutritional choices with your running will yield the greatest of gains. Let's take Nicole Rowe and her best friend Kristen, who took us up on the seven-day challenge in October 2019. They both went on to lose six pounds apiece in just the seven days. They continued their walking and running just three days a week, but continued to be mindful of their food choices, and they both lost 25 pounds apiece in just three short months. Now, results may vary. Our challenges start every Tuesday and end on the Tuesday. We have great giveaways like our podcast, coffee mugs, gift cards, and more. We encourage you to eat real, unprocessed, savory meats, potatoes, delicious fruits, and vegetables. We will teach you what food groups to eliminate for the seven days, which will help bring down any inflammation and help you run faster, further, smarter. You will be included in our online accountability group for free and have access to my new exclusive Health Connection Zoom conference where you can meet me for some Q&A and our amazing members from around the world. I left a link with further details in the show notes or you can head over to runtothebestyou.com and sign up today. Seven days can change your life. Now back to the show. Ah, uh, welcome to another week of the podcast. I have someone absolutely incredible for for you guys to wrap your sink your teeth into, sink your teeth into the story of an incredible member of the Keep Common Run to the Best You. But before I bring her on, the title, the theme of this episode is. To believe in yourself. You know, it is so hard to believe in yourself when you don't have the confidence that you can ever achieve a goal. And one of the reasons why you may lack confidence is just because you haven't did it enough. You know, there's a 10,000 hour rule that you have to do something for 10,000 hours to become good at it, right? But of course, you can become good along the way. You know, it takes practice, takes repetition. Every training day isn't going to be your best day. In fact, you need those bad 
trainings where you just didn't feel like getting out there on that particular day and you just was sluggish. But you need those days in order to become faster, in order to become good. What happens is you have created a habit of going out even when you didn't feel good. You created a habit of it's, it's cloudy out, it's windy out, but I have the habit of going out every single Tuesday and doing some interval training. And then on Thursdays, I do my tempo run. And on Sunday, no matter what the weather is, I'm still going to go do my long, di- my, my long distance run. And so you create the habit. And those are all miles. Those are all hours going towards your bank of your 10,000 hours. And then guess what starts to happen? You begin to believe in yourself. And so I always say, when I have a new member join, it is my job. I know you're not going to believe in yourself right now. But I am going to peel back your brain and plant the seeds of belief that I know that I can help water and bring about that beautiful flower of belief and that energy that you're going to have on race day when you cross that finish line. And right now I can't think of another, a better person to have on the podcast than my girl, Lisa Keating. How are you, Lisa? I am doing fabulous to Listen to me. Listen to me. I, I set that whole thing up because you are the prime you know, you are the the person that every single week and people that have listened to this podcast may have heard last week's where you got your sub 30 minute 5K and they may have heard you talk about, uh, you know, showing up to practice thinking I'll, I'll never be able to run, you know, two minutes straight. And then you did it. And then, you know, fast forward. I don't think I can run a mile straight, but then you did it. And you just continue to amaze yourself. Right. Yes, absolutely. I'm always doubting myself. And so in this episode though, we're going to we're going to take we're going to take uh our listeners on a journey and learn a little bit more about you and show how someone that used to doubt themselves now a year and some months later has gained the confidence and that our listeners out there can do the same thing. How's that sound? Sounds great. <laughs> so, so Lisa, talk talk to me. Um, you and your husband are retired. Yes. And uh, what is it that you end up retiring from? I was a school bus driver. Okay. Yes. Nice, nice. And um, and what about your husband? He was a union painter. So we got a union painter, and we got a school bus driver. And how long have you been married? Oh, 32 years. In <laughs> love, in love, in love. You should see these put these pictures, guys. They be posting, they go on these trips and stuff like that. And you know what they're doing on their trips since they started the um, walking and running program? When they go to Mexico and all these different places, they're on the beach getting their mouths in. Ain't that right, Lisa? That's right. <laughs> Best way to do it. Oh, my goodness. I am so proud. So I'm bringing up Eric a lot in this episode, too, because, you know, uh, he signed up right along with you from the jump. He said that he was going to be a walker. And uh, we're going to talk. We want to talk more about him throughout this uh, episode, too. I'm going to ask you some questions on how, um, you know, his progress as well. But so you was a school bus driver. How long how long has it been since you've been retired? Uh, me, it's been about five years. And okay. 
Eric is just a year ago this past January. And how old is Eric? Uh, Eric is 63. 63. And... I remember when he first came to uh, Heritage Park, which is a half mile loop. Um, he wasn't able to really walk around the half mile loop, right? I think he did it, but he was really tired. <laughs> Very labored, yes. Um, but, you know, he just kept coming, kept walking. 60, 60 what was it again? 63, yeah. 60, 63, you know, and... My man built up endurance, and now the other day he, he walked like four miles. Correct. Yep. Um, so take us back to the start of your journey in March 2019 when you and Eric joined the Beginners Program. How were you feeling at the time? What made you guys as a couple decide that you're going to step outside the box and do some crazy 5K training? Well, when he retired, I wanted to do – something in a form of exercise that we could both do together um so my sister chrissy uh belonged to the group at the program and i spoke with her and so we thought we'd give it a shot uh, i was excited but a little nervous because i haven't ran since grade school <laughs> <laughs> and how and how young are you by the way I'm 54. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So you haven't ran since grade school and you wanted to do something with your husband, something y'all could do together. And, and uh, soccer probably was out of it. You know, basketball probably, you know, y'all can't do that together. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> badminton, you know, that's a little boring in the backyard, you know. So uh, picking something like walking and running is something that y'all could do together. That's that's awesome. Um, so what made you, I know you said that, you know, you were just thinking one day, but was there anything else that maybe one day said health wise, I just need to do something. I need to make a change. Well, yeah, I, I, I used to work out in my home, uh, on, uh, like weight equipment and stuff like that. Um, but that kind of like slacked off for a couple of years. So I haven't really been doing anything. So it just seemed like I really needed to get back into something and I wanted to get outdoors and especially with Eric. So I thought this was the perfect solution. Was he reluctant at first? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to. He at first thought he was going to run. Yeah. He did try a little bit, but that's fine, you know, but now I think he likes it. <laughs> before before all the quarantining and social distancing, um, one day in November, um, you and your sister was running and I was helping someone in the back and Eric was in between as a walker, just doing his own thing. And I run up next to him and he's actually running and he said, don't tell Lisa. <laughs> 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 so sometimes our walkers do try to take some strides from time to time, you know, so, uh, you know, kudos to them. When you first started, you know, you showed up and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people may join our program because they're trying to lose weight, for example, because as a health coach and helping people with their weight, um, that's how I started off and that's how I built this program. Um and so that was never 
a, uh, you know, a concern of yours. And so when I first saw you, I said, man, you sure this woman isn't a runner? She looks like a runner. You had that, that sleek runner's build, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you were fast, you know, but I did want to, the only thing that I wanted to tell you in the beginning was because you were so fast the, the, to pace yourself because you, you ran around that half mile loop so fast. And then now you were burn out towards the end, you know, but we gave you some techniques and before the 12 week training was up, there was a Shirley May breast cancer run, which was only eight weeks after you signed up. And we asked you, did you want to do it? You said, yeah, it was your first 5K. How was that experience for you? Well, that felt amazing. I mean, I never dreamed I would ever run a race and love running so much. So that that first race was, oh my gosh, I want more. I want more. I want more. <laughs> <laughs> we we show up, you know, you got, uh, we didn't even have a team shirt for you. I found some old race shirts from our keep time and run to the best you 5k, the gold shirts. So I got that classic picture with you and Eric with the gold shirts on me and Chrissy. We had like the gray shirts on or something like that. And uh, we got some pictures with the, the, the breast cancer balloons with Katie and her mom. That was such a great, like, I'm reminiscing right now of your first 5K and just, like, I'm kind of mystified because almost, honestly, I'm kind of tearing up a little bit because there was such a special day. And now, one year later, we we were not able to run that Shirley May breast cancer run, which I love so much. That was a a special time, you know, special period of time. And uh, I remember the picture of you coming across the finish line, huffing and puffing. (laughs) It was, it was not easy, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, it was it was doable. You were able to do it and, and have, you know, as my listeners and you hear, if you go back and just hear Lisa's excitement of how excited she was to do that first one. But, you know, the reason why I'm saying that it wasn't easy, because Lisa gives everything that she has. So, like, she sees that finish line, she's going after it, hardcore, and she was breathing real heavy. She used to carry a water bottle. Remember that? <laughs> I do remember. Remember that big old water bottle? I couldn't go anywhere without that. <laughs> I'm like, Lisa, you're going to want to, you want to ditch that, okay? It's only a 5K. You can do without it for this. Uh, oh, my goodness. That's, that's taking me back down memory lane. So, fast forward a little bit, a couple of months later. We're, we're working out. The group is training. It's the summertime. And you started developing something in your, in your leg. R- remember, you had the brace on. Yes. I, I've always had a bad arthritis in both my knees for quite a few years. Yeah, I, I had some problems with that. It kind of hurt when I was running. And I had to take a little bit of time off and just do some walking. But it's amazing. Um, I really don't have any issues like that anymore. It seems to have strengthened my knees since I've started running. So it's a misconception, as it were. Basically, you're myth busting right now by telling everybody that, you know, oh, you know, you have friends and coworkers. Oh, run is bad for your knees. You don't want to do that. But 
as as Lisa says, it actually builds strength. You know, yeah. now there are some things I do recommend to our listeners to do. Don't just run all the time. You know, pick three good days a week to train and then try to supplement your running with some strength training and it will all build good bone density. You know, the, the, the saying goes, if you don't use it, you will lose it. And so therefore, you know, keep those joints moving, keep active, keep doing like Lisa Keating's doing in, in her fifties, taking up running, you know what I mean? Being, being, and, uh, so, and also it hurt real, quick. go ahead. Uh, Eric, he has asthma and COPD. And since he's been in the walk, doing the walks, uh, that improved drastically for him. Mm. And so now, so now he's thanking you for uh, now. Now you don't have to drag him out. <laughs> yeah. <He's> a... <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to say that when we were doing those trainings and you were off on the sideline with that knee brace, I was just like, man, I hope she's okay. I hope she get back into this and. And then, like, little by little, you will start jogging. And I'm like, wait, wait, Lisa, you're supposed to be taking it easy. You were like, no, I got it. I got it. And, and the next thing you know, you just back out there flying again. Listening to your body is so important. And then not settling because you might be going through something for a week or two. Take some rest. Ice it up. Put some heat on it. Um, do Take some precautions and then get back out there sooner rather than later. And then next thing I know is October. There's some buzz going on with the run group because coach had got invited to speak at the Atlantic City Marathon Series. And I had a speaking opportunity on Friday and Saturday. And it was so big because I had about six members running the half marathon with me. And we had a small batch of people, you included, running a 10K. So you signed up to this in March of 2019. By October, you were ready to double your distance with that 10K. Now, at that 10K, let me tell y'all something. She wasn't carrying that water bottle, and she didn't look like she was struggling across that finish line. If anything, she looked like a jet coming across. Her arms was down. The smile was so radiant. Lisa, talk to us about this 10K. How, how was that weekend for you? Oh, my gosh. That felt fabulous. I mean, it was such a great personal accomplishment for me to run that far. And like I said, I always doubt myself and no, I can't do that. I can't do that. Well, I did it. And it was, oh, I can't tell you how great it felt. I loved it. I want more. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember like, you know, the people that are potentially, not potentially, but the people that are in our group, how that whole weekend felt? Did you feel like you were a part of a team, you know, that morning? Um, what was happening the next day? You know, you, you were going to run your own 10K, but what was happening on Sunday, too? Talk to us. Oh, well, everything is wonderful. When we go out for races, whether it's, you know, I'm doing a 5K and then another team member is doing a half marathon, it's just the whole group, we're there for each other, rooting everybody on. It's just the best, the best feeling. Your social media post on Facebook 
And guys, you guys can connect with us. Let me take a moment to tell you guys about the seven-day health challenge. Sign up to our seven-day health challenge, and you will be included uh, in our accountability group for free for seven days. Our accountability group, you can subscribe to our accountability group for only $35 a month, and we'll help set you up with your own personalized 12-week running schedule. We'll teach you how to eat real food to get your results. But in our accountability group, that's where at times, you know, uh, people are posting recipes, these beautiful meal choices. We're posting our, our, our walks and everything like that. I think I heard a rooster in the background of Lisa while she was talking. And because I actually seen uh, one of her posts of some chickens. You got chickens and roosters over there? Uh, it's actually my neighbors, but they come across the street to my house because I fit them. <laughs> um, so, guys, sign up to the seven-day challenge. Seven days can change your life. We, we, we teach you how to eat real food to maximize your running capabilities. So um, we pra- I practice some intermittent fasting. You do not have to for the seven days, but learn how to eat real food to get results. And we just love your post. Um, but what where I was going with that too was afterwards, like your social media, all the beautiful pictures that we got together of me and you crossing the line, um, your the endorphins was super high. You said that I just felt like I was just on like this whole nother planet. I was like the runner's high is real and coach is like the dealer. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> exactly like that. When that. Those were your words, yep. exactly. Yep. And everybody was feeling it, everybody in our group. And because of your, you know, because of your leadership and your energy, a lot of the new ones, they all signed up for the 2020 race series. So Atlantic City has a half marathon in April. They do a five-miler in June, which all these things have been postponed or, or done virtually. And then they have the, the big one in October. You signed up for all three. People wanted the triple threat. Yeah. And so take our listeners to you were feeling good, crossing the line. That that excitement didn't stop there. You, you went home, you posted about it, and then you were motivated. Why? To sign up for these 2020 races. Oh, just because I knew I had it in me to run, and I definitely enjoy that adrenaline rush I get after a race. <laughs> it's such a great feeling, uh, and I love, absolutely love going out there running with a group. You know, it, the encouragement is, is just wonderful. I absolutely love it. My husband always says I'm like a, a little child the night before because I can't sleep because I'm so excited about the race in the morning. He's, it's like I'm waiting for Santa Claus to come. <laughs> and I seen, I seen that firsthand. Um, we had to run the, uh, the April Fool's half marathon virtually. And so I tried to figure out how can I support Lisa Keating on her first one, her sister Chris on her third one, and so what we did was I called a couple of members and we got a FaceTime video uh, for motivation before you went out on your virtual run. So, guys, just to put it out there to you, 
many many listeners are already runners, and you know what it's like to run your first half marathon and have the energy from all the crowd there, and you got your bib on, you got the music playing, you got people stretching before the race, and there's just so much energy. But to but for your first one to be have to be a virtual, and you got to run it basically alone, or you know, in in Lisa's case, she ran with her best buddy, her sister. Um, so that made it special. Um, so here it is. One year later, you, you, you tackle that your first uh, half marathon. How did that feel? And what I want to tell you guys before Lisa tells us that smile, I couldn't even I, I, I saw nothing but teeth. We did a video chat and each one of the members gave Lisa some words of encouragement, but she was just all smiles from from jump. So, Lisa, take us through how that was for you. Well, I appreciate and thank you again for the the video call from everyone oh my goodness I mean that was my cheering section (laughs) I I I was so happy um but that was um running the half marathon was definitely something I kept saying to myself before no way would I ever do a half marathon yeah um you know I thought my sister Chrissy was crazy to do that why would you go that far (laughs) but I guess I got that running fever and I and I now I like to challenge myself and it was great to be able to do it with my sister for the first time it was a memorable moment something I'll cherish forever and Eric was right there too wasn't it now not running with you obviously but uh he was at the finish line he was the cameraman right he tried to be the cameraman He suffers from OLD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what my son says, Dad. You're suffering from OLD. I'm like, what is that? Oh, you're trying to say I'm old? Get out of here. <laughs> but, um, you know, guys, in order for Lisa, myself, and other members, and anyone that signs up to an April half marathon, that means you have had to be training over the winter. And there's something to be said for anyone that continues to go out there during the wintertime months and get it in. Lisa, you know, in order to enjoy race day, you also have to learn to enjoy the process of training three days a week, even in the wintertime. How was that for you? Um, it was a little hard. I, I kind of had a problem with um, my breathing in the cold air. It was affecting me and then I even went out and bought all these gators to try and stuff to put over my mouth but here I just time you know just going out there and doing my runs in the winter eventually I guess my body just got used to it so I was able to breathe normally and stuff but um yeah you gotta run a lot but it was well worth it it sure was. And so how was, um, you know, we did that. We did a, to keep us motivated, we signed up to the uh, January 1st race. You, you were there. You did right. the January 1st. Um, again, guys, because it can be easy. If you don't put something on the calendar, it's easy to just say, I'm going to take a couple of months off in the wintertime. And then when you come back out in the spring, it's like starting all over again. Uh, Lisa Keating signed up to the, uh, run walk for autism Mike seafood run walk for autism so she she's showing up she's like there's a race I'm there we actually did the 
COVID-19 virtual 5K, which you actually did your sub 30. Yes, I did. I've been working on that so hard. <laughs> you have been doing doing Tuesday speed work. It has paid off, my sister. What uh, what are some of your healthy habits at the moment? Why don't, uh, you, why don't you tell our listeners, you know, maybe there's some other retired uh, individuals out there that that are in their 50s and, and they're retired and they may just wake up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, watch some soap operas or something like that, you know, yeah. um, fiddle around in the garden, which don't get me wrong, gardening is, is some hard work. You're going to burn some calories in the garden. But what are what are some of your healthy habits at the moment? Oh, well, definitely. um, I get out there and run it at least four times a week. And um, definitely eating a lot healthier. Um, And also get my husband, Eric, to eating healthier, which he lost 24 pounds since uh, joining the program, which is fantastic. I also lost eight pounds, which was kind of unexpected, but (laughs) I'll take it. Uh, well, well, you you know, you know, Lisa, I was I'm, I um, failed to mention this when I talked about the seven day challenge. Um, we told Lisa, although although again, you know, she, she like she just mentioned, it was unexpected, but she decided to take me up on a seven day challenge, and she eliminated sugar for seven days and no grains, uh, which included some of her favorite drinks and stuff, and. Uh, she did away with it for seven days and ended up losing six, seven pounds in that one week, right? Yes. And then, and then you want to talk about the knee pain going away when we bring out, when we take out high inflammatory food groups, when we are, when when we become aware as to which food groups are very high inflammatory, which causes us knee pain, joint, you know, shoulder pain, all joints. Um, we, we find out that, wow, my body is capable of doing some good, great things. And food, unfortunately, the way it's processed today really, really hinders us and makes us feel older than we are. Now, you're, 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 in your, you're 53, uh, but how do you feel, especially now since taking on running? Oh, wow. I feel amazing. I do not feel, like I said, I'm 54 young. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a 21 year old. <laughs> I feel great. I have so much energy. Um, I, I can't wait to get out there. I mean, my husband thinks I'm crazy. We'll be driving down a road and I'll just look at the road and say, wow, I would love to run this road. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Lisa's the type of person, guys, that takes charge, too. In her area, um, she lives on a very, like, secluded but yet busy back street. And so people may have the tendency of taking that the back way home and speeding down those back ways. And so Lisa is someone that took action, and she got the township to put a sign up and telling people to slow down. And why? Because she wants to run on the shoulder without getting hit. Lisa, I- I'm proud of you for that. Don't don't think that I forgot about that. Thank you. Yes, uh, it was actually kind of easy because I had uh, ooh, uh, Katie's husband. Yes. He helped with that. Yeah. It's, it, it's nice having a network of, of friends, right? Yes. Yes. You know, I'm buying uh, Katie's 
uh, one of her best friends, I'm buying her house, and I move in on Tuesday. Congrats. Yes. Yay. And, and uh, I thank you as well as the other members for the awesome gift that you guys got me by pulling some monies together. And the seller has a play yard in the back for his kid. And his kid is only like a year old, so they were going to take it. But it, it wasn't included in the house. And I made a deal with the guy to buy it off of him. And I just told one person and then she told all you guys and uh, surprised me with the funds to buy my uh, grandkids that playset. And you were one of them along with Eric. And I thank you live right here on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, wow. When uh, Katie brought that up to us, we were like, of course, you know, anything for you and your family. We really appreciate everything you do for us. We really do. Well, thank you so much. And how does your husband enjoy the new you? Well, like I said, sometimes he still calls me crazy because all I think about is my running. And I talk a lot about my running and I always show him my splits on my Nike app after I do a run and I'm trying to improve them and I mean, he's very proud of me and he's very happy for me. But sometimes I think I get on his nerves. <laughs> there's time, there's times when you actually leave. There's times when you actually leave the training and then you will be on your way home. And, and she's talking about looking at that road. Um, I'm just reminiscent of some of the posts that the posts that you do in the accountability group. I told Eric to drop me off. I wanted to run the, the rest of the two miles home. Right. Yes, I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> And I don't know if anyone, anyone else out there is like me, and p- perhaps, Lisa, you may have experienced this too. Ride down the street, coming from Atlantic City, for example, and there's a sign that says, Hot Bagels, 3.1 miles away. <laughs> and, so, and so I will see that, and I'll be like, and I'll just watch as, you know, I'm in the passenger seat, and I'm watching my wife drive. And the road just seems like it's going forever. And I'm like, I can run all this. Like, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> 3.1, you know. Um, my, my stepson lives in Summers Point, which is uh, 13 miles away. And I'm like, now, if you actually told a young person to walk from Galloway to Summers Point, which means you have to walk through Absecon, Pleasantville, Northfield, Linwood, and then you get to Summers Point. Right. So that's five towns, not not to mention my Galloway here. Right. So you got to walk through five towns to just to get to Summer's Point. You told a young teenager to walk. They'll be calling the Uber in a second. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but so th- those are the mental things that sometimes I think about, like, wow, we can cover this distance with no problem. You know, there's been so many times I actually wanted to run to his house and then have him take me home. But because I run so early in the morning. And I'm like, but I need to be home by nine o'clock. He's like, I'm not even waking up until nine o'clock. What are you talking about? As runners, we're crazy. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> crazy good, though. Yeah. Um, Lisa, what has you excited today? Any special events coming up that you're working on at the moment? I know you just hit your sub five sub 30 minute 5K. Um, but what what are you working on at the moment? Uh, well, there's, um, I believe it's the end of this month, the following weekend, 
there's a 5K virtual race that we're going to have at the uh, Field of Dreams because your race got canceled, obviously, because of the COVID. But I think quite a few of us members are going there. And I believe it's for the... um, the animal shelter, I forget which one. Yes, FDA. it's for it's for the humane society, raise some money for some animals and stuff like that. You know, doggies and cats. Yeah. Um, and just a little correction: our race has been postponed. Oh, sorry. Till sep till September fifth. So, Correct. guys, if you want to sign up, all listeners want to come to Atlantic City area, um, spend the weekend. Come check out the Keep Calm and run to the best U5K. It helps support the South Jersey Field of Dreams, which in turn helps disabled children play baseball on a nice cushion field with amazing uniforms. And uh, I can't wait. Hopefully everything clears up by September and the running community can get back together. Well, do you have a goal? Do you have a goal time for that race? Of course I do. Well, what is it? I would like to get it under 29 minutes. <laughs> under 29 minutes. So your last time was 29.55. You just got under 30. Right. You got yourself 30. That's going to be a, a, ta- a tall task to knock off a minute off of that time. But guess what? You can potentially do it. I got this. Because that's right. Because you got this. You have been gaining confidence. And I just want to say, even if you don't hit that target, but let's say you get, let's say you get 29.45, 10 seconds faster than you did the last time. Don't get discouraged that you didn't take a whole minute off. You just, you, you, you always have something to strive for. Make sense? Yes. As long as I'm just trying to beat my best time. So anything under that, I'll be happy. Well, and, and. I do want to, I do want to like say that we always may strive to do our personal best, but there's a reason why it's called personal best because it may be some time in between you get your next personal best. So I, I want to Lisa Keating here. She, she is so driven guys. She has this motor about her and she gets discouraged. Like, if the practice didn't go just right, she's like, I'm so slow today. And, uh, and I kind of I kind of said at the beginning of this episode that don't forget, like, we need the bad days to appreciate the good. And the bad days, actually, because you're compounding and c- creating that healthy habit that, you know, on the race day or whatever, it's just going to be special. So even if you don't get your personal best next Saturday, which we all are rooting for you. You still could be happy because that's just another race under your belt and it's going to continue to get better. And one of the tips that I have along with that is that the hotter it gets, the, the more humid that it becomes. Even though in New Jersey, May has been feeling like April, has it not? It's kind of chilly. Yeah. But but um, the, the more humid, the, uh, the humidity rises, then if you practice the run, walk, run, you need to adjust your run, walk, run intervals downwards so that you can compensate for the heat because you don't want to get, um, you know, exhausted due to the heat. All right. So sometimes your times may be affected. It's best to have your personal records at times. Um, there may be um, 
some different cases where someone have gotten personal bests in the summertime. But, you know, for the most part, spring and fall are the great times to hit your, your, your personal best. So we thank you so much, Lisa Keating, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for sharing your story, um, your story with uh, Eric's story as well. And before we let you go, what can you say to our listeners who may be ready to start their journey tomorrow? Wow. Uh, you have to join this program. Uh, whether you want to walk or run, um, the, the benefits will last you a lifetime. And being part of a group and having a coach, you'll get all the encouragement you need to succeed. It's just, it changed my life. I know it can change yours also. Well, Lisa, once again, we thank you so much. And for any of the listeners out there for the local program, we have been practicing our social distancing. So we, like today, tonight I wore a mask. We try to keep ourselves separated. But on June 2nd, here in New Jersey, obviously they are allowing you to get together at parks and go for your walks and stuff. They want to encourage that. June 2nd, we're starting a new eight-week program. So sign up now. It comes with, I will pay for the race. I will register you for the race on June 26th. I mean, I'm sorry, July 26th. It's an eight-week program. And whether the Al Mackler cancer run will happen or not, we can't guarantee that due to the, the COVID or whatever. But we will find a virtual race to sign you up for. But July 26th will be your target race. And it's an eight-week program. You train three days a week, two with the group one on your own, and you get our team shirt, our schedule. I teach you the eight-step process of being able to accomplish this. And for our people online that would love to be a part of our group, listen, we helped Danielle Selassie run uh, the Chicago Marathon, and we did the same thing for her that we did for Lisa Keating, which was got on a, on a video chat to give her some words of encouragement. She was in tears. Danielle Selsey was in tears as she was finished crossing the finish line. Listen, Danielle Selsey was texting me in mile 17. We were, we were just like going back and forth. I was just coaching her through those final stages. And the whole group was like tethered to our phones that day as Danielle Selsey completed the Chicago marathon back in October, 2019. So with, with that being said, please the best way to predict the future is to create it and create some amazing memories with me coach Dries, lisa keating lisa diaz chris ballard katie Ayers, matt Ayers, eric keating like it goes on and on right lisa hey yay <laughs> hey lisa thank you so much you have a good night and i'll see you when i see you all right thank you bye